I'd made a new friend in Venice. We decided to meet and have coffee the other day. When I saw her, she was putting money in her meter and casually said that this was a rental car because hers was in the shop. Her tires had been slashed by someone living in the encampment near her home. This encampment, it's not that far from my home. I drove by the other day and was struck by seeing a urinal from the city given porta potty dismantled lying in the middle of the road. She assured me it was okay, that her tires had been slashed because this time it was a random incident. Last year, she told me there was a man she had asked not to stay in front of her house because she has a family, a child, small dog, and a cat, and his behavior seemed scary. He in turn slashed her tires 14 times that year. And when she called the police, they said, I'm sorry, you just have to wait till he moves on, which he eventually did. When I told my husband I was writing and telling stories of things I noticed and people I cared about in our neighborhood, he looked at me and he asked if I was going to mention the day, it was a while ago actually, a bright sunny day when we came out of our house and found Victoria dead on the sidewalk from an apparent overdose. And her husband across the street crumbled with grief. He asked if I was gonna mention the two other dead bodies recently found or the rape a block over or the gunshots that rang into the night often during this past summer. I hadn't really thought about it until the other day when my friend told me about her tires and then it struck me what we the residents live with on a daily basis. Also, I stopped telling people about occurrences in my neighborhood because often people would shut down or it was offensive to them. It offended their sense of fairness, their sense of rightness. And they would say, you should move, which always felt so jarring. I would think about my husband and his peers and colleagues and friends and and people before him so many people that have been building and living and contributing to this community for over 30 years that love this little village and then i thought about the day my mother called and said um by the way i'm not paying your rent anymore my rent was due three days from when she called. And looking back, that was the best day of my life. I moved out. And I moved into one of the darkest, dirtiest places I've seen. It was further downtown. I was in New York. And I moved from the West Village to further downtown. And 
there was an alcoholic man who had a side room that I rented and I had a thin styrofoam mattress that I could sleep on. And I remember looking in the mirror and I saw the bags under my eyes and the darkness in my face and that I knew I was never gonna stop drinking on my own. Three days later, September 11th happened and I gave up drinking forever. And then Thanksgiving came and I drank. But December 20th of that year, 2001, I surrendered. I got sober and slowly, with a lot of help from others and a lot of compassion, I began to live a life of grace and dignity that I now share with others. And today, I believe it was that moment when my mom loved me enough to say no, that I started to change, started to wake up. So today, looking around, I wonder what would happen if we collectively stopped catering to the worst of people? Would they rise? I love this city of angels. And I believe in this city of angels. And I believe that when we really face reality, and perhaps enforce some rules and start to say no, things might get better. And I pray.